Yeah, I think as humans, we tend to equate our peace with our feeling of control, right? And and for the Christian life, that's not necessarily the case because we know that we don't have control over everything and that uh, we have to remember that someone greater than us is in control. So I feel like chaos and order, turmoil and peace. Mm -hmm. Why do we feel turmoil in our marriage? Why do we feel turmoil internally in our hearts and in our minds? Why do we feel that way in our relationship at times? I think it comes down to... Remembering who's in control. Remembering who's in control. Right. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. Right, Selena. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. We are. We had a, a bit of a head cold this week with the kiddos. Yes. So we're kind of working through that. So yeah, today's podcast is timely for us because we have felt a whole lot of turmoil in our lives and in our in our in my own head, to be honest, to be candid. Yeah. Uh, and so peace has been something that I've had to this morning. In fact, I got up and I'm just, yeah. I was just like, God help me mm. because I cannot seem to feel any sense of peace. And before we go into that though, mm-hmm. if you're not aware, I'm Ryan, this is Selena. <laughs> <laughs> we were the voices and, and, uh, what voices and authors more the people. People behind Fierce Marriage, the blog, the book, and the podcast. The little hamster spinning the wheels. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're the, we are the humble. Yeah. For better or worse, it's 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 <laughs> us. So today, so just to give you all a reminder, we're gonna do a little bit of housekeeping stuff, and we're gonna just get into this topic because it's it does play into our own lives as of late. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, this podcast is really just. Our goal, our mission is simple. We want to point couples to Christ. We want to make much of Jesus. We want to be that neon sign pointing people to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we want to commission marriages for the gospel. So we're not counselors. We've been married 15 years. We've studied a lot of marriage, but Mm -hmm. we're here to hopefully just let God's word bear actual weight on our lives and on our marriage as we co-journey alongside you. We don't have the answers, but what we do know, we promise to share openly Mm -hmm. and transparently. So that's just kind of a reminder. I think every once in a while, I think it's good to remind our, our lovely listeners mm-hmm. of what they can hope to expect mm-hmm. from this. I agree. There's uh, a few people you wanted to thank, I think, here up front. Well, yeah. You know what? I've been so encouraged, especially today as we talk about not having or feeling peace mm-hmm. in, in our own lives. I've just been so encouraged by the brothers and sisters in Christ mm-hmm. who have uh, written in. We get questions. We get encouragements. It's funny. For about every two questions we get um, through our phone number that we that I'll give you later, we actually get somebody who just says, hey, thank you for this. It's helped us. Mm-hmm. And, and just to, they basically just say, keep going. Keep doing yeah. it. God is using you. And that's so encouraging because here we are on one <clears throat> side of this microphone and staring at a computer recording yeah. this. We don't even – we don't get to be in your car with you or in right. your – wherever you're listening to this. So it's very encouraging. I just want to say thank you to those people and the people who have re- who are reviewed it as well yeah. on iTunes uh, and other podcast platforms. Thank you so much. That means the world to us, which is what we usually will do is we'll ask you <coughs> if this has helped you uh, leave a rating review. Yeah. That would be awesome. Right. Um, and yeah, if you do hear anything that prompts a question, please mm-hmm. ask. Uh, Ryan mentioned a number, which is 971-333-1120. You can text or call that in. Yes. Um, you can also go on our website, fiercemarriage.com slash podcast. 
yeah. um, to fill out a form there. Yeah, and we're going to answer a few questions today. Actually, yes. we've got three questions lined up for yeah, today. So we do get those. We do answer those. Uh, finally, <clears throat> this podcast is supported by listeners like you through a website <laughs> called Patreon. Sounded very like I know very PBS. That was awesome. I love PBS. <laughs> oh, I love PBS. Too. NPR. Um, anyway, you can go to Patreon. P A T R E O N dot com slash fierce marriage. Um, that's I think really where I was. That, now that I think about it, that's where I felt most encouraged. Is mm-hmm. because those are the men and women who have locked arms with us uh, financially. Yeah. Starts at two dollars a month. It goes on up. We give away some stuff. We have all. We have special conversations in there, mm-hmm. but the people there have been so, so encouraging to us. And we're mm-hmm. actually starting to work with some men and women mm-hmm. on starting marriage groups yeah. in their churches. And, yeah. and um, we're working through hashing through that in great detail back and forth. So it's been right. a lot of fun. And that's important to us too. I think we don't want to be, we're not creating this, this other parade of, you know, a church into itself. We are really wanting to support and uplift and encourage and, and be and equip the church yeah. that the local church that is already in place. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so I feel like that's been a really, that's an, been an answer to prayer for us to be able to help yeah. and to equip and finding those connections. Yeah. Cause the body of Christ is not uh, the internet at large. Right. <laughs> it is the local church, right? right? It's the global church. It's the, yep. And yep. so we, we hope to support you global churchers and local global, churchers global, as much as we can. Yep. So. so jumping into um, our highs and lows real quick, because this really kind of opens the door and sets the stage for why we're going to be talking about peace in your marriage. Um, discussing is peace a feeling or an emotion? How do we get it? Can we get it? Like where where does it come from? Where do where does chaos tend to erupt and chip away at our peace within our marriage? And what does the Bible have to say? So we're going to kind of t- tackle those things. But before we get into that, we're going to bring some um, context behind it of just talking about talking through our highs and lows of this last week. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I think our low, I kind of mentioned we've all been kind of going through a bit of a head cold. It's the first one of the season. Hello, fall. And that's why my voice, I think, sounds a little bit <clears throat> raspier and I might be clearing my throat a little bit. I'd say sultry. Sultry. Mm. Wow. There it is. Sexier. Even. Um, so, so, you know. Just take it easy, will you? Head colds with kids. So head, head colds with kids kind of makes them grumpy and they don't sleep well. And that's, you know, it's not always a fun thing, but we are moving on, moving up. Um, and then my high. Um, actually I was telling Ryan about two weeks into, um, our classical conversations and homeschooling curriculum and just homeschooling and home educating. And I have been journaling about it with the Lord. And I feel like it's been probably one of my high points every day is, is sitting with those girls, my girls and teaching Della and her and I walking through hard stuff together that she maybe says, I just want to play. And I say, okay. But we need to do these hard things together so that we can learn and grow together. And like me learning that vocabulary and connecting with her, mm. it's just been a real high. And she's we're looking at pictures of things that we're learning and she's asking tons and tons of questions. And I'm just so gracious and I'm grateful and blessed to be able to be the one that's answering those questions yeah, and having those awesome. conversations with her. It's been very rewarding. And I don't always know how to paint the picture for everybody. So to say it here on the podcast, like it's just been a real high for me lately um, and I never saw myself doing this. Well, that's a and God has just been blessing. I feel like it's been a multiplied blessing, and it's not easy. And I'm just taking it day at a time. So that's a quite a shift from last last week. I know that was the first and that's week. okay. <laughs> it was the first week, and you were pretty pretty distraught yeah. uh, at first because yeah. you felt like it was this insurmountable task, and right. you were like, you said at one point, you said, "I'm thinking over the next ten years of doing this, and I don't know if I can do it." <laughs> right. And um, I think we at that moment just decided to. Uh, let the cards lay, you know, 
fall where they may fall and, where just, they go. Yeah. and just kind of ride the wave for a little bit because yeah. it felt definitely like we were drinking from a fire hose. Um, but it felt like I was drinking from a fire hose yeah. and you had to help me figure out how to do that <laughs> emotionally on the back end. <laughs> I tried to help, but I don't know if I was helpful. And no, you did. You were like, let's, okay, how can we make this easier and help you? And, you know, and we put a, a finite kind of timeline on some things, which I think for me was like, okay, if there's an end in sight, I want to dive into this fully because I want to know what I would if I'm going to say no to something, I want to know fully what I'm saying. Yeah, you no got to give it a good shot. Absolutely, real college try. Yeah, you can't just yeah. like jump in and jump out. That's yeah, foolish to me. It's, but, what do they say? It's if if you're riding a motorcycle, it's way cooler to crash going like 100 miles an hour than like just to fall over while I you're. I don't know if that's cool, but <laughs> okay, a bad analogy. <laughs> what anyway, are your highs and lows? Well, I'm, I won't get into it. My you my... need to tell about. So there was a lack of peace for me last week. Yes. <laughs> a lot of, yeah. there was this inner, my inner peace was being disturbed. I felt like even yeah. from the Lord. And that, that was where I think a lot of the struggle and we'll came get into where We'll get into that. Yeah. Where does our peace actually come yeah. from? And, and what does it mean to, to feel peace? I think for me, my high was honestly seeing you over the last week come into your own as the um, primary instructor this homeschool thing. If you're not into homeschool, all that kind of stuff, this is really new to us. So we're just, we, we were we, not we, homeschooled at all. <laughs> we weren't. And we were definitely on the fence about it. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good move for where we're at, at this moment, mm-hmm. this time in our lives, the season. season in our lives. Uh, but anyway, just seeing you kind of come into your own there has been so, um, joy. It's been a very joyful thing for me to be able to watch that. And I'm very proud of you and thankful for you. And, um, yeah, I don't know if I tell you that enough, but here I am shouting it from the podcast <laughs> mountaintops. And uh, my low, man, yesterday was really rough. I'm just going to be honest. You guys, I spend so much time at my computer and I start to, it just gets at me mm-hmm. because I'm editing this. I'm working on, we're writing, <clears throat> we're finishing our uh, prayer books. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of editing happening there. There's formatting, there's typesetting, there's coordinating, there's all the, you know, working with our supplier. It's just, there, there's a list literally probably four pages long Mm -hmm. that I have going and it just, it never, it grows faster than it shrinks. Mm -hmm. And I just, man. And then yesterday we hit a big kind of, um, I don't know what you would call it. Just, I found out something that was happening kind of under my nose work wise. And it was just really demoralizing. A lot of time wasted, a lot of money wasted, Mm. not a lot of money, but enough. And anyway, I just was like, man, what in the world? Selena came up and you were just so sweet and you're trying to make me feel better, but you knew that there was nothing you could do. So you're just there. <laughs> and I was just kind Standing of venting. with you in the chaos of it all. Yeah. It Sometimes really did feel. got to be. Yes. And it really did feel like chaos had descended upon yeah. me. <laughs> and I was just like clamoring for peace and I could not find it. Clamoring for hope, uh, significance, everything that we always preach about here. It's yeah. like I had lost it all. <laughs> It was gone. And, <laughs> and you're looking potentially for it in the wrong places. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, cause my deal is that, you know, fix the problem. As soon as I start feeling like I'm making headway, that's how I start feeling better. Right. And so usually if I can't find control mm. in those moments, that's when I'll be like, fine, I'm just going to clean my office. Cause I can control <laughs> I can that. Control that. <laughs> I'll just clean the house. We do that though. We right? do that. Cause I, we need that peace. We need that hope and we will do what we need to do to find it and get it and hold on to it. Right. And so the tendency is, mm-hmm. we'll just get right into the conversation. I guess is yeah. to peace. It's too often closely intertwined or entangled with the sense of control that mm. we feel. Right. Mm-hmm. So I want a sense of peace in my heart. So I'm going to control something. Mm. Either I'm going to take it out of my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be really impatient and controlling over them. Like you need to eat your food now or mm-hmm. else 
you know, or you're going to wear it type of thing. <laughs> or you need to clean your room and like really short with them, which I told myself, I was like, don't take this out on your family. Don't, right. don't take your frustrations out on Selena. Don't be short with her. Well, don't take it out on her kids. On the flip side of that, don't look to them for your peace yes. either that you're yes. searching for. Like don't make your kids snuggle or make your kids do something. Yeah, you make because, me feel better because right, you be my source right, of peace. Right. And that's a, a hard thing. Yeah. And then last night you had the women's Bible study and you were being so sweet. You said, you know, I don't think I should go. Just seeing where you're at, I don't think I need to go to this tonight. And um, I just said, well, you being here is not going to help. <laughs> he said, <laughs> would it help if you had two hours? Because I had to sort through some stuff for work. And I was like, honestly, I'm not going to, that's not going to help. I'm just going to sit in front of my computer for two more hours. And right. It, but so, I wanted you to know that that was available. If well, you were so it. generous to me in that. And uh, I'm glad you went. Anyway, I, yeah. I basically pushed you out the door and said, go, we'll be fine. Yeah. I'll get over it. We and did. actually it what was... happened is we started playing and it, it got... I got over myself Play with your marble works and yeah, we create, I controlled the marble stuff. works. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, girls, I'm building this right now. You just watch. <laughs> Don't touch it. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> no, uh, you guys did have fun though. And you're not like that ever with, them, I try really. not to be, <laughs> you probably were a little bit. I've been playing night. with those toys since I was six years old. <laughs> and so I was like, just move over. I know how to do this. You watch and learn girls. Watch and learn. <laughs> <laughs> so you found a little bit of peace starting to happen when you started assembling and controlling. <laughs> I think it was really I just I focused on something else. Right. But right. anyway, so we got up this morning and mm-hmm. we're and we're we usually have a, a topic already picked out. We've already started thinking and reading on it. Mm-hmm. And this morning, Selena's like, "What about just peace?" Because I feel like that was just the hot topic for us. And so here we are. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. in your marriage, so I think <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can see how peace yes applies to marriage. <laughs> So uh, well, the way we kind of distilled it down is we realized that there's two kind of sources, mm-hmm. right? Or two places that we feel either peace or lack of peace. Mm-hmm. And our hope today is to, if you're, you know, is to make some of these principles clear. If you're a, a husband or a wife and you're feeling a lack of peace, either internally in your own heart and in your own mind or in your home, mm-hmm. you're feeling like there's chaos is reigning in those places. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we hopefully give you some thoughts and some scripture to to uh, to address that in your right. Heart. And with those with the scripture and the thoughts, and we keep saying feeling peace, and I don't want us to get confused um, that peace is a feeling because I think it can produce feelings that are stress free um, that don't that liberate us from having to feel certain things. This is where I think you and I would but, argue, though. Okay, but I'm saying that peace is not necessarily only a feeling. I think it is something that we can have an experience. I think it is a feeling that okay, defies maybe. logic and that, okay. and so no, and that it I is a feeling that supersedes you. itself or it imposes itself on us. Okay. And here's what I mean. And or, then it's ahead. not, well, we talked about how peace is not like Zen. It's not this. Well, Zen is like a chaos. It's a, sorry. I'm got that. I read that word chaos. Zen is a slang term for like, Oh, I'm, I feel so Zen right now. It's also a, a, a sect of the Buddhist religion. Right. But, Zen as a slang term is, oh, I feel so Zen. I feel tran- tranquility and peace. Right. But is that necessarily the peace that we are talking about talking is what about. I'm saying. That's why I want to like define, because we're throwing around feeling peace, and but we need to really define peace from the Bible and what God says peace is and how we... Yeah, I think, okay, here's here's what I... Here's how I would I would You're articulate this. You're hearing us talk, listeners. This is we're us. figuring this out. This is our discussion. So I think the p- type of peace we're talking about. I think peace is peace. Bottom line, and whatever you call it, I think peace in your heart is peace. I think what the what we're 
differentiating on right now is where is your piece coming from and is that re- is that source reliable right we talked about early on we think peace comes from the sense of lack of control or, mm-hmm. or wanting control or having control or being able to kind of wrap your head around everything and everything's the way you want it to be mm-hmm. or it's not right that's the determines your peace world mm-hmm. in a worldly sense right um or you forget who's in control mm-hmm. and so we, when you look to scripture, we see that peace is a fruit of the spirit. It's something that sh- we should have as believers, as mm-hmm. people who are being made new and in, in made into the image of, right. molded into the image of Christ. Con- communing with God and with the Holy Spirit. Right. And the Holy Spirit is indwelling us. Yep. And producing this fruit. It produces peace. this fruit. Yes. So this is where we came up with kind of two sources of peace or two modes of peace, I think. Mm-hmm. One is internally. How are you feeling internally? What's going on in your own heart? Are right. you at peace? And then there's a sense of peace externally, meaning that what is happening in our circumstances, if, you know, say some, uh, if something happens, someone breaks into your house and, you know, steals all your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to create a sense of chaos, but you can still have internal peace in that. Right. Right. That's supernatural. Right. Uh, and, and comes from God. So that's, that's what we're talking about today. So I think what we want to do is point you to, to scripture. So the first passage that came to mind mm-hmm. and always comes to mind on this topic for me is John fourteen twenty seven. It's one of my favorite ones. If you don't have it memorized, uh, man, it's one, it's, it's definitely something yeah. that I think would be beneficial for all who memorize it. Uh, I'm actually going to start in verse 26. We're just going to marinate in these verses <laughs> for a little bit. It says, but the helper the Holy Spirit, whom, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all the things, will teach you all things, not all the things. <laughs> he will teach you all things and bring uh, to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. So good. So that is happening. So that verse comes right in the middle of a passage where... Jesus is, is giving the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. as a gift, the, the counselor, you know, a helper. Mm-hmm. He's talking to the disciples and um, comforting them, saying that I'm going to be taken away. There's going to be a time when I'm no longer going to be with you. Mm-hmm. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, will be with you mm-hmm. and will bring to your remembrance mm. all the things that I've said to you. My peace, he's like, my peace I, I leave with you, my peace I give to you, mm-hmm. not as the world gives do I give to you. So what right. is he talking about? He's talking right. about the source of our peace. Right. And two things, and the, we talk, we, we'll talk about this later, we'll get into how do we get peace, mm-hmm. going to the source and, and realigning ourselves and things like that with God's word. But he, Jesus is actually getting at that right there. He said, my peace I give to you, so he's giving it to us, mm-hmm. bringing to remembrance mm-hmm. all the things he has said, not as the world gives, give I unto you. Mm. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So there's a lot happening there. Right. So it's realigning, remembering who God is. Let's just get into that. Where, how do we get peace? <laughs> right. So uh, feel free to jump in. I'm, no, I'm, I'm listening. So, so A, remembering who God is. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit will bring us back, bring it back to remembrance, all the things that Jesus has said and done. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the w- one way to get peace. The second one is we get it supernaturally. Sometimes uh, we feel peace in the sense that it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't make any logical, there's no logical reason for yeah. us to feel at ease in some right. situations and the world will call us ridiculous. In right. Moment. And an example of that, I think for me personally and in our marriage early on was when you were, you know, I, sometimes I chalk it up to just being young and naive, but I honestly believe it was the peace of God while you were in heart surgery. Um, 
Some I, people don't know what that story is. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm just saying I was going to get into it. All right. Sorry. Um, in our book, we talk about our Swiss adventure that we had after college. And to make it brief, I got a job abroad for a family being an au pair and riding their show jumping horses, these big, beautiful animals. And Ryan was going to do a bunch of labor around the farm. And he got he was really sick before we left. He got really sick over there. And essentially, he had to have heart surgery. And you can read all about it in the book. He had to have open heart surgery at the ripe old age of 21. And I during that time, like during the time that I said goodbye to him and they were getting him prepped for surgery until the time we got to see him um, in the in the ICU. So not just post-op, but ICU. Um, I was listening to praise and worship music. I literally had so much peace that I, looking back, it's like I should not have had that peace, even only being married a year. Yeah, you should have been panicking. I should have been panicking, yeah. thinking about... I'm going to have to take my husband home in a box. Am I going to have to get married? Like, who would I marry? Like, I don't even, you know, and none of those, none of those things like scared me. And I didn't even honestly think about those things. I just thought, okay, when he's out of surgery, then we go on to the next thing. And I think that there definitely God's peace was in my heart and he was leading me and he was holding me together and he was comforting me. There's no rational And there was no rational decision or yeah, there's no rational reason for me to have had, I think, the level of peace that I had. Yeah, so that came from who? Right? Or what reason did you have that peace? I think that's because at that moment God was gracious to you, gracious Mm -hmm. to us really, because I think I felt peace as well Mm -hmm. getting ready and they're explaining to me how they're going to cut my chest open they're going to stop my heart, put it on ice. Talk about lack of control, right? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I, my heart is in the doctor's hands. Yeah, your life. My life. Yep. And uh, it, we do use this as a huge parallel with our yes, book and by like, the way, heart issues, if you haven't. <laughs> you're wondering, like, what, what's happening? Right. We, we're not doing it justice. There's a lot of drama with this story. Yeah. Um, we and th- Get a lot the book, people. <laughs> drama and trauma for us. Yeah. And uh, we shared it in our book called Fierce Marriage, and it's um, you can find it anywhere. Yeah, I wasn't Amazon. trying to give a plug, but I was trying to definitely give an example and story of just sitting there knowing that there's nothing I can do. I'm out of control, or I'm not in control. Right. It's all in God's hands. I truly have to trust mm. God to make the decision, and he's already made it, and to trust his will and his ways, no matter what the end game yeah. was. And that, to have peace... Like that, I think that's the, the peace that Jesus is talking about, the otherworldly peace, not based on whether everything goes your way, whether you're in control, making things go your way, right. but it is, which is the next kind of thing. We don't just listen to ourselves and all the chaos that we hear, but we're right. talking to ourselves, remembering who Christ is, who God is, what he's done for yeah. us. I love this verse from Psalm 42, and this was actually the one I wrote down this morning as I woke up. I literally laid in bed and I was like, so bummed to be awake because I thought to myself, <laughs> I just wish I could be in this dreamland, literally. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I woke up and I didn't have any motivation to do anything and I was frustrated and I went straight to this verse and it's Psalm 42, 5. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. I love mm. that verse because here you have the psalmist talking through all these uh, different reasons why he feels downcast. Mm-hmm. 
and then he's telling, talking to himself. He's not just listening to himself because our hearts will deceive us, right? Mm-hmm. Like, scripture tells us that. Our hearts will, will lead us to believe lies. Mm-hmm. They'll lead us to forget that God is in control. Mm-hmm. Lead us to forget that God is loving. Lead us to forget that God is worth our every moment, mm-hmm. our every breath, that he is the only worthy pursuit in our lives. And we'll start to pursue anything else and it'll create chaos and turmoil in mm-hmm. our hearts. Mm-hmm. And so our hearts will, will tell us things that are lies. Mm-hmm. And so I, there's a book by uh, Martin Lloyd-Jones called Spiritual Depression. And in it, he talks about, don't just listen to your heart, mm-hmm. talk to your, don't just listen to yourself, talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what the psalmist is doing here is, why are you cast down, O my soul? Rejoice, rejoice. And he gets into it. So that's the second way, I think, to, so remembering, aligning, Jesus talked about that in John 14, 26, bringing to remembrance everything that he's done. Talk to yourself. Tell your soul to be alive in, in Christ, to take hold, to have hope, take, to have hope mm-hmm. in God. So mm-hmm. the second one. So first way <clears throat> is to remember who God is. This is how we, we can receive peace. Yes. And bear in mind, a little bit of a sidebar, if whatever you're dealing with in your marriage, we're talking about this heart surgery scenario for right. us, but you could just, you, you could be dealing with just a, a lingering lack of peace, mm-hmm. meaning that you've not had a good conversation. You're not connecting with each other right. or maybe your kids are misbehaving in a, in a, you know, really, a really tough way, tough big way, way. Yeah. which is very likely for a lot of parents with young kids. That <laughs> yeah. happens a lot. Um, or you're, you've, you're experiencing some big betrayal or a rift in your marriage, right. communication problem, fight, whatever, whatever's bringing financial hardship can yeah. bring in this lack of peace. Yeah. Remember who God is. Mm-hmm. Go to those promises Speak to yourself. Don't just listen to yourself. Talk to yourself. Scripture. Right. Use scripture over your situation. Right. God provides. Rem- remind yourself of those promises. That's the first way to get peace. Mm-hmm. The second one, align your hearts mm-hmm. with in your actions with God's word. Right. Hearts not, and actions. Right. And again, I'm just, this is just so me. I don't want to, this is not a work, works-based righteousness, right? We're not earning our, our salvation. This is out of a heart that has been saved. This is out of a soul that has been redeemed, that has been brought back and is now hidden in Christ. Um, my actions and my heart now want to um, be aligned with Christ. Yeah. They want to be aligned with his word. Uh, so we talked about last week, we talked about boundaries mm-hmm. and how in Proverbs in particular, it's constantly drawing lines between, you know, this and that, mm-hmm. health and death, life and death, wisdom and folly, mm-hmm. all those different things. Mm-hmm. And so those proverbs are are for our good, mm-hmm. for God's glory, and they're there because it's wisdom. Mm-hmm. I have one proverb written down in my journal, and I love it. It's Proverbs uh, eighteen nine. It says, "Whoever is slack in his work is a brother to him who destroys." Mm. And that to me is a reminder to is like okay. I'm not going to strive and try to clamor for things of this world, but I want to be diligent in my work, not mm-hmm. slack. I want to be, I want to be a mindful steward of that. Mm-hmm. And when I'm not, what's going to happen? If I'm not aligning my actions, if I'm being lazy or I'm being lax with it in a mm-hmm. way that's not um, restful in God, but it's just laziness for mm-hmm. laziness sake, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? Chaos will begin to reign. Mm-hmm. So if, all I have to say is like if communication is a great example where you can let chaos reign. If you're, if you're always, you know, James, was it James? Uh, it's not written down there. Uh, it's James, James 119. One. Mm-hmm. Be slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to speak. Mm-hmm. If you're always quick to speak and never listen, 
that's going to bring chaos. If you, if you, if you never stop and actually listen to what your spouse is saying and you don't slowly con- contemplate the words of your own heart and the words of your own mind and, and, and what am I trying to say? You're not communicating well. You're not being patient. Right. Then, uh, that's going to create chaos in your life. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think that we definitely need to <laughs> align, like you said, align our hearts and our words. I think once our hearts are aligned, then the words flow more easily, if that makes sense. Right. And al- again, aligning our hearts is really just kind of staying within the boundaries of what God has set forth for us. Yeah. Well, God's law, right? right? It's not there just so we can have rules. Right. Right. It's there for our flourishing. Right. Absolutely. But if we act like it's not important, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. act like it's not wisdom, mm-hmm. that's going to create all kinds of external reason mm-hmm. and internal reason for lack of peace and a lot of internal turmoil right. as well. Right. And it, a lot of it comes into play just trusting God and trusting his word, you know, trusting mm. that those boundaries are there for our flourishing. Because all too often, I think we associate boundaries and discipline with pain, right? And it does say that dis- discipline hurts for like a moment, but it can, it will, I can't think of the verse, but it, like all, all discipline seems unpleasant for the moment, but then it will like produce life and yeah. Yeah. All of those things. An analogy from our, our children's lives. So we got uh, <laughs> Costco costumes for them. We don't celebrate Halloween typically, but we got them these costumes because they're dresses. Times and they'll go like we do harvest trick or, parties. Trick yeah. or treating, but we're not like, we don't do scary stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We don't do anything, anything yeah. that's scary for them. Uh, but they got these dresses at Costco. They're Elena dresses, they're princess <laughs> Elena dresses. And they have these wands that come with, that's like a, it's like, what is it? A, it's a um, wand scepter. Yeah. The big thing that's like you hold it in your hand. I don't know what they're called. Anyway. And so they wheel, they'll, they'll swing it around <laughs> and they're hitting it on things. And I'm like, Hey girls, if you hit stuff, a, I'm not going to like it. I'm probably going to get upset, but B, you're probably going to break it. And so they listen and then they forget and they start wheeling it around. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, Clementine whack right on the t- <laughs> coffee table and the little jewel that was loosely was, glued in there just blew out. Yeah. And, fell out and they, she started like crying and getting really upset. And I said, Hey, what did I say? We talked about this. Talk yeah. about this. If you it's don't listen to wisdom, you don't listen to your father. Right. And you do things that I say you shouldn't do. Yeah. What I say is going to happen will happen. It right. broke. Right. Now I was able to fix it. And, and you were nice. I used, a re- I used like a high, high adherence, like epoxy resin. <laughs> There's no way that jewel's coming out. That thing will snap in half before that jewel comes out of there. But that's what we need to do with our own hearts. Right. God has given us wisdom. He's saying, hey, if you want to act a fool, you're going to get a fool's reward. Right. If you want to act wise, you'll get a wise person's reward. Right. So don't expect peace to reign if you're letting chaos in right. by your own hand. Right. It's good. Okay, the final one. So we've talked about how to get peace. A, you know, go to the source. Remember, that that's the first one, remembering who God is. The mm-hmm. second one is aligning your hearts with God's word. The third one is the Holy Spirit will give it to you supernaturally. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those things that it's like, it just happens. And the more you trust him, uh, it happens as we align our hearts with him. But there are times like in mm-hmm. Switzerland where we didn't have a logical reason to feel peace. Mm-hmm. We recently shared a story about a woman uh, who's a neighbor of close friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Their daughter was born. What was wrong again? With she her? was septic. Extremely septic. Yeah, like, she was not supposed to live. She was not supposed to live. Mm-mm. And the baby lived. She's now like three months old. <laughs> yeah. Lily now is three months yeah. old. This amazing miracle child. 
but you could hear the piece in there. They would write on Facebook. They do these big long posts, yeah. and we had we shared it on Fierce Marriage actually at one point. Mm-hmm. But there's all these different posts from the father and the mother. Mm-hmm. We don't know them personally, but I could not, I could not keep a dry eye yeah. when I would re- read their posts because I could feel the Holy Spirit yeah. in the piece that they were communicating mm-hmm. and how they were wanting it to be used for God's glory. And this was a time when they didn't have any idea if their daughter was going to live. Mm-hmm. They thought she was going to die. Yeah, they of course were hoping. Right, so they were hoping they they saw what mm-hmm. they wanted, but they and God gave them supernatural peace, even though they didn't know what they right. wanted was going to happen. Right, and when we say supernatural, like I don't want it to sound hokey pokey. It's like <laughs> yeah. the Holy Spirit <clears throat> is you know is with us and producing peace within us, producing reminding us, you know, when when whenever those fears come up, which is why it's so important for us to know and memorize and take heed of scripture so that when we are in mm. those moments of fear and trouble, we can call on those words. We can recall those words. Like the Holy spirit will bring those words to remembrance and mm. we can talk to ourselves and say, no, like God has not given me a spirit of fear. Like this is not something that I mm. need to be afraid of. Even a child dying like that is unreal, but only our God could produce peace in a way that would, allow us to experience it and mm-hmm. hold on to it yeah. in times that are so troublesome. And God, you know, Jesus never said that. He said, take heart, like you will have trouble right. in this world, yeah. but I have overcome it. And that kind of scripture and knowing that and having that deep in your soul is one is just right. one way we feel peace. And so a lot of times we feel hopelessness, right, in our marriage. How are you feeling hopeless? And Christ, what, and you started saying it. I pointed at it, but you said yeah, Christ never promised a problem-free life, right. but he did promise this, his presence, right. and he promised a peace-filled life. Right, right. Like his pre- Well, because of his presence. Because of his presence. Right. Right. When, and so, when, he, when he is with us, and the Holy, the God, God is with us, his Holy Spirit is with us, we can have peace that is yeah. not conditional. It's not based on anything in this world. It is yeah. based solely and rooted, and he is the source. That's what we... Come back to as we were talking about this. One of this this thought came to mind is that peace is what happens when your hope and your belief are mm-hmm. are aligned. They intersect. Yeah, it's what it's what happens when your 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 hope, your vision of what you hope to be, mm-hmm. is actually actually aligned with what you actually believe. Mm-hmm. And then if you actually believe that that hope is coming, then you can have peace because mm-hmm. you know that God is God and He is what He He right. is who He says He is. Right. And he's going to do what He says He's going to do, and so. Tim Keller, I've said this in the past, but he says it does not, it doesn't matter uh, having, what, what did he say? I, oh, I got to stop. The branch one? Yeah, the yeah. branch one. <laughs> he said it's better to have weak faith in a strong branch than a strong faith in a weak branch. Yeah. And if you jump and you're like, oh, this branch is going to hold me and you jump and it's a twig, it's going right. to snap and you're going to fall on your, on your, break mm-hmm. your neck. Right. But if you jump and grab for a strong branch, even if you have a weak grip on it, yeah. that branch is never going to let you down. And that's right. what. That's what peace comes from is knowing that what you hope and believe are actually right. are aligned. Right? right. And I think that, you know, if you're sitting there as a spouse and you are saying, I feel hopeless. I don't feel like there's peace for me in the situation that I'm dealing with right now. Um, I think that it's too, it's too far gone. Like, I don't mm. feel that there's, that God can make anything of this or even bring me peace. Then to you, we would say, pray and let the invite the holy spirit into your situation yeah. and invite him to produce peace in your heart and to show you yeah. and give you peace that is only attributed to him can only be attributed to him that is inexplainable yeah. except for him um 
and and really cling to the hope. So uh, scripture tells us the hope is being sure of what we, mm-hmm. or faith is being sure of what we hope for. Well, and we so, talked. I don't. Did we talk about the boat and the storm? You know how? Oh it, yeah. I think this is. I think this is huge because this is where. Okay, say so, you know we're married. We're feeling hopeless. We're feeling a lack of peace. We're feeling a lack of control in our situations, and it's very similar to the disciples on the boat. Jesus is asleep, right? And this huge storm kicks up, right? This huge storm. And Jesus is asleep. And they're freaking out. They're freaking out. And they're saying, you know what? I think we're just all going <laughs> to, it's not going to end well. <laughs> I don't know. And somebody, they're like, Jesus, Jesus, like, don't you care what happens to us? And mm-hmm. they forgot who was in they control. They forgot who was in their boat and who was in control. The, the creator and like right. attributor, not attributor, the creator of all the waves and the controller of everything, yeah. right? The creator and controller of all things. And he just spoke. And he the just thing, spoke, and the waves calmed. So I think that's what we're trying to get at, get at here: yeah. is look, remember that Jesus is is with you. He mm-hmm. has promised it. So John, in your boat. fourteen twenty six and twenty seven. Memorize those verses. Mm-hmm. Rest in those verses. Keep saying them to yourself. I can't tell you how many times I've read this verse. Why are you cast down within me, O oh my soul? Mm. I've said that to myself a thousand times over the last month. Because I, I think I'm prone to melancholy and I'm pro, prone to feeling cast down. Mm-hmm. And that is what we're saying to you is talk to yourself. Don't just listen to yourself. Remember mm-hmm. the God in whom you trust, mm-hmm. the savior of your soul, the calmer of the storm, mm-hmm. the one who has given you the helper that he will always point you back in remembrance to remember everything mm-hmm. that God is and, and who, what he's completed in you and through his word, mm-hmm. all the promises he's already fulfilled and the ones that are yet to be fulfilled already, mm-hmm. but not yet ones. Right. They're, and, they're already spoken for and earmarked. They're just not here yet. Right. And don't be afraid to be struggling with belief. You know, the Bible talks about, um, a man who prayed, I can't think of the story. Maybe you remember it, but he's like, Lord, help my unbelief. Oh yeah. Was it with the that was child? Jairus, I think. Yeah. With his daughter, he's his like, daughter. Lord, help me with my unbelief. Yeah. Don't be afraid to go to God and say, God, I am having a hard time believing that there is peace for my marriage right now. Help me with my unbelief. Yeah. And he will, he's so faithful to show up and he, I know it. I yeah. just believe it. It's true. It's supernatural. It is. But you don't like that term. I'm going to use extra, extraterrestrial. <laughs> that sounds even worse. Hey, extraterrestrial peace. That's just, there's no <laughs> Otherworldly. <ET> <laughs> This guy. She's like... Feeling his, <laughs> feeling his funnies today. <laughs> well, you know. Well, you know. All right. So if you're a couple, mm-hmm. and you probably are, <laughs> but you're probably listening to this by yourself, maybe not. Hey, who knows? <laughs> Anything goes. So you're turn like, this guy off. Yeah. <laughs> cut him uh, off. I think the couple's challenge for you is to go to your go to your husband or to your wife and have this conversation is ask yourselves, what, are, uh, what things are you letting chip away at the peace of God in your marriage mm-hmm. and in your own personal lives. Mm-hmm. Just last night I came to you or was that yesterday afternoon? I said, Hey, I've been really having a hard time with this comparison. Comparison. Yeah. yeah. This is really dealing with this, like messing with my heart. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time being joyful because it's robbing me of my peace. Mm-hmm. And what did you say? You said, lay it on me. Let mm-hmm. me help you. Mm-hmm. Like you want, and you're not there to judge me. You already know what my struggles are. Mm-hmm. Uh, our friends, Jeff and Alyssa, Beth key, were talking about people don't, we don't believe a thousand different lies. We usually believe the same lies over and over again. And my lie is that anything other than God can satisfy or anybody's approval other than God's approval in Mm -hmm. Christ will bring me identity. Mm -hmm. 
those are insidious lies that mm-hmm. I believe. So Selena's here to help me <laughs> with that. And so have those conversations with each other. What right. is what lies are you believing that's well, chipping away? Well, and you help me with that as well. Like you remind me that I the lie that I believed a lot of times in many forms is that I'm not enough. You know, I think as women, we tend to think we're not enough as a wife, as a mother, as, mm. you know, if you are a teacher, educator, we just, we're never enough, right? And so you're always reminding me that God has equipped you. You are enough. Even with like the shortcomings that you have, God's able to use those and His therefore grace. you're enough. Like yeah. that is what you constantly remind me of. And you equip me as well. You know, when I was feeling overwhelmed by homeschooling and all this stuff, you said, okay, what do you need? How can I help you organize? Let's look online right now and get you what you need to help you. Cause a lot of it was just me feeling like stuff is everywhere in our house. Chaos, <laughs> chaos was beginning to rain and I don't like it. <laughs> so you came alongside me and empowered me and, and encouraged me as well. So I think again, as, as spouses, you have that special um, line to each other's hearts and are able to say, let me come alongside you and let's let's discover this peace and let's let's get rid of the things that are chipping away at it like mm-hmm. what does god's word say about it and then praying through it really mm-hmm. and god we at our church it's a kind of weird thing but we have we've turned the word gospel into a verb <laughs> it's like we gospel each other <laughs> and what does that mean we actually just remind each other right what it means to be in Christ. Right. That's all that means. Right. And so um, don't be afraid to do that for each other. Mm-hmm. Gospel each other. Yeah. Remind each other of the promises. It's a huge yeah. source. Yeah. It's pointing each other back to the source of peace. So quickly recap. I just want to, how do we find peace in your life and in your marriage? Now there's probably more than this, but the three we covered today. Probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, but the three big ones we covered today is A, remember who God is. Mm-hmm. Look to his word Talk to yourself. Don't Mm -hmm. just listen to yourself, but talk to yourself. Remind yourself of the promises of God. Mm -hmm. The second one, align your actions Mm -hmm. with God's word. Mm -hmm. Don't expect peace to reign where you're bringing chaos in by your own hands. Mm -hmm. Uh, C, the third one, uh, the Holy Spirit will give it supernaturally. So ask. So Mm -hmm. ask ask of God to give you the faith that you need to have the peace that you crave Mm -hmm. and just always trust that he will give it. Why? Because he is good. It is not of this Mm -hmm. world. It is out of this world. Mm -hmm. We can't. Yeah. And ask him to produce that, that peace. And I think it starts small sometimes friends. It starts as a little seed, a little bud, Mm -hmm. and then it keeps growing and growing into, well, we learned at school tomatoes, (laughs) but you know what I mean? It starts, it starts small and it gets bigger and allow just, just trust that his peace will grow and produce in you. you All right. Cool. Well, that's been a fun conversation. I hope it's been helpful to you. I know this has been a lot of us processing it. Thank you for listening. If you're still here. Yeah, this is us. You're really here in our discussions. We don't sugarcoat these things. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like we were more articulate when we were talking about it off, off the microphone, I know. (laughs) but it's, it's all right. Hopefully you got something out of it. God is good. His peace is real. If you need it, just ask, uh, and he'll give it to you. Um, I mean that, I mean that genuinely. I know, it sounds, it sounds like, so like sounds so... passing, you can have it too. All right. You too can have peace yeah. for twenty nine ninety nine. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Oh, so man. we're going to do some quick questions. All right. We're, we've got we've, a few more minutes. We've gotten from you guys, our readers, listeners, and yeah. If you have any questions after this conversation, mm-hmm. uh, you can ask those and there's a number of ways you can do that. You can call in 971-333-1120. You can either leave a voicemail, please mm. speak clearly, or you can write a text. Uh, shorter is better. Write a text. Text a text. <laughs> Type a text. Tap a text. <laughs> Tap write text. I get it. 
All right, you got it. Uh, 971-333-1120, or you can go to our website, fiercemarriage.com slash podcast mm-hmm. and ask a question there. Two really easy ones, and then we'll get into one that's a little bit meatier. Okay. Go, why don't you do this first one, Sal? Okay, this is from uh, someone, a wife. She said, I got the 31-day pursuit pack for us, which the 31-day pursuit challenge are two books. They're two devotionals, one for husband, one for wife. You go through them side by side. Um, and she said, I got them for my husband and I. I gave it to him, and I've been doing mine, but he hasn't been doing his. Is it worth it for me to even do mine if he's not really interested in his at all? Um, I know this is just something I should wait to do, or is it going to waste my time? Um, just want to know if it's worth doing, even if my husband doesn't participate. We've had a lot of marital issues and counseling. Um, so is this something that I should do solely? I think the quick answer is yeah. Yeah. It'll add value. Mm-hmm. Just be aware. So husband or wife, this goes for either of you. If you mm-hmm. plan on doing this book by yourself, we actually, there's, there's a Good. bunch of ladies at our church that are going through it. Yep. And one, one husband who's not a Christian. Oh, really? Who is going through That's it. great. Yeah. And he says it's like rocking his life, rocking his That's world. That's great. Or she, she says she that. She said that. Anyway, the, the quick, quick, the, the quick answer. <laughs> You're looking at me like, Slow what's down. going on? Uh, Yes. Yes, it's worth it. Just expect to have a few days where you might have to improvise a little bit mm-hmm. where it's assuming that both of you are doing it at the same time. Right. But you'll still get something out of it. Absolutely. I think it's good too to, for us as wives and just human beings to do something selflessly mm-hmm. and to do something independently yeah. and yeah. knowing and just kind of trusting this process that, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to check these boxes. I'm going to go through this journey and see where it ends up. The whole premise... So, the whole premise of the books is that we we love because he first loved mm-hmm. us. We pursue our spouses because we have been pursued by mm-hmm. Christ. And how do we tangibly enact that love selflessly for our spouse? So it's husband in pursuit, wife in pursuit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the whole premise. So in fact, I think doing it by yourself is probably the purest way to do it mm. in that there's not anything really to get out of it other than just loving your spouse well. Mm. If that resonates with you. I, mean, I don't want to not say this. You can go to 31 day pursuit, 31. What is it? 31 day pursuit.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> oh like, Oh goodness. no, you're the one that made the website. <laughs> 31 day pursuit.com. Yep. And you'll, that'll, that'll redirect you to the page. Yeah. All right. Next question. Hi guys. Love your website. I was curious as to what you guys do in addition as entrepreneurs on the side. I think you might have mentioned that at some point last week. Yeah. So Fierce Marriage is kind of our bread and butter. This is what is kind of our day job of what we do and writing books and blog posts and doing the podcast. Um, but Ryan, well, I'm part of it by extension, but he is kind of the idea maker and all of the things. Um, we have kind of a holding company called Villicus Holding, which Villicus is Latin for stewardship. Wow, you're getting stewardship. way into it. I didn't think you'd go that far. Well, I'm going to start at the top. <laughs> and Fierce Marriage is one of the entities in Villicus, but there is also um, Crux Watches, which is Latin for the cross. Crux Latin it's for the It's a social cross. enterprise. Go ahead. Sorry. You, I'm, I'm tinkering on the internet here. Go ahead. Here. You're good. So Crux is a, it's a watch brand. Actually, we're just about to launch our, our Renaissance line. Mm-hmm. By Renaissance, I mean it's our rebirth line. It's not called that. It's called the Sojourner, which means temporary resident. And we give half our profit to nonprofits. Mm. And between you and me, listener, uh, it's, all, it's always going to be gospel-centered nonprofits. Mm-hmm. We're doing God's work, not just um, nonprofits in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can go to cruxwatches.com. That's C-R-U-X.com. Right. Cruxwatches.com. And then is there something else that we do? I used to be a photographer in another life, like pre-kids. I did a lot of... 
I mean, primarily it was equestrian photography. So I was going to different shows, shooting different, um, athletes, like Olympic athletes and whatnot. Um, and then I did more portraits with families. So I, I still love using that side of my brain. I just don't do it as much. Um, uh, maybe some close family friends here and there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Then I, we have our EMG, which is our web development company. Right. I knew there was another one. <laughs> I did that one. That's been around about 10 years. Yep. Uh, we do a lot of stuff for publishers. Which um, is why our website always looks so great and why everything usually functions really well because Ryan is pretty much the brain and yeah. means behind it, plus our team. No, but yeah, and Justin design. is yeah. our developer. He's yes, incredible. He's awesome. So you asked, you, we got, hopefully that was an answer that was helpful. Yeah. We're also parents and yeah. that's it, I think. I also, yeah, I also make, Selena makes a, um, a really, cool it's called selena special salt I sauce make this you keep saying I'd make salty this. and sweet oh what a treat <laughs> selena special he sauce. just wants to, he just wants to market something it's, salt, it's salty and sweet like she is <laughs> i can't deny this <laughs> so <laughs> what's anyway. the next the last question right, final question how, how i'll read it go ahead <laughs> how can me and my husband who truly love the lord individually get in the groove of loving the lord together such as praying and reading the word together we're newlyweds, and we're both leaders at our church youth group. I brought it up a few times, but I don't want to keep asking and begin to sound pushy. It's a good question. I also am curious because I guess when you're newlyweds, it's kind of, it's hard to mush your life together, right? To becoming one on even a spiritual level. Because I still think we need to have that independent, independent time um, with the mm. Lord. But the biggest thing for us that changed with marriage was just our conversation. Um, what being honest and transparent, what is God teaching you right now? And a lot of that I felt like helped liberate us to want to pray together and yeah. read his word together. We don't necessarily always read it together. We'll read it at the table now with our kids and we'll, you know, we're trying to teach them God's word. Um, but reading the scripture together, I think is one thing I wish we would have done more of yeah we looking back when we were newlyweds we were the same we were church leaders we were involved and we felt like we were loving the lord together but when you're married i think there's a lot there's opportunity to do a lot more together yeah Yeah. spending time praying together yeah so in general i think ask and be involved in your faith journeys together and pray with each other and talk through those things there's a there's a really tangible book that has helped us a lot and it's started as a jump off point it's called family worship it's by donald whitney Mm mm-hmm very small book. You can probably read it in a sitting or two, um, but it basically goes to the practice of family worship and how it used to be a much bigger deal for families. And then we've somehow lost sight of it the last 50 years mm-hmm. since the industrial revolution, 60, 70 years. And so getting back to that mm-hmm. attitude of family worship, which essentially takes about 10 minutes for us. We have two kids under four, four and under. And so we will sit down and we read from the storybook Bible, mm-hmm. um, Jesus, Jesus storybook, storybook Bible. Bible. We read that. We sing uh, either a new city catechism mm-hmm. song, which is just a real short song, or we sing um, one of like the riser songs or mm-hmm. something with the girls. And then we will pray and ask them what they want pray for prayer for. And you can do that as a couple, you can do that mm-hmm. as a family, you can be mm-hmm. longer as a couple, mm-hmm. but I highly recommend to every couple we talk to that they do family worship mm-hmm. regularly daily. If you can, if not mm-hmm. at least once a week or a couple mm-hmm. times a week, um, either at dinner or breakfast, we do it breakfast usually. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's called Family Worship, and it's by Donald Whitney. Yep, and I think it just really helps you, at least for us. We're helping, we want our kids to be really comfortable with the phrases, what can I pray for for you? Like, how yeah. can I pray for you? Or what are some things that we yeah. want to pray pray about? And worshiping together and singing songs together. 
Um, it's been, yeah, really powerful. And don't feel like, I don't, I, as a wife, yeah, you don't want to sound too pushy. But at the same time, like your spiritual growth is one of the most important, <laughs> if not the most, not spiritual growth, but knowing yeah. Jesus is the most important thing. Um, and to be marriage. have a shameless plug here, our book, Fierce Marriage, is really designed for you mm-hmm. as a young couple. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Anybody, I think, can read it and get a lot out of it, at least we hope. Mm-hmm. But it's to help you create foundations of mm-hmm. the gospel, the, what covenant means, what love is biblically, mm-hmm. and then how does that out, work itself out in the mm-hmm. various areas of your marriage? And then what are you headed for as you move into, you know, why are you fighting for your marriage for the rest of your lives. Mm-hmm. So we try to paint that vision. It's called, that book's called Fierce Marriage. You can find it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. Um, and going through that together, mm-hmm. um, we actually have a study guide coming out at the end of, I think in mid-December, mm. but you can go through it and there's some application questions at the end of every chapter. Anyway, I think we're up, we're out of time. Yeah. What do you think? Yep. No, I think that's great. And there's a okay. lot there for sure. And hopefully it's, hopefully we've been able to highlight some ways that you can get peace. Yeah. And basically just <laughs> I think you're falling asleep right Lord. now. I'm not. Time for lunch. Okay. <laughs> you're falling asleep if you look asleep. so bored. I'm sorry. I'm not bored. I lo- I'm thinking. I'm actually oh. like my brain is thinking a lot. Sorry. If only you could see thinking, <laughs> you would be blown away right the now. The waters are still above, <laughs> but underneath there's a flurry of activity. <laughs> uh, okay. As a reminder, uh, if you haven't yet, Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It means a lot to us. It helps others who are on the fence about it find mm-hmm. out if it's something that would help them. So if you have two seconds, just give us a rating that however many stars you think it's worth. Mm-hmm. If you have 30 seconds or more and you something jumped out at you, go ahead and share that because that would help us give us some feedback, but also it helps other couples. Mm-hmm. What did you get out of it and why? We hope that this is um, – we pointed you to Jesus. We hope you feel commissioned uh, for the gospel. Um, and I think with that, Selena, do you want to – you want to close us in prayer? Sure. My love. <laughs> love her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Jesus, thank you for all that you've given us and all that you've done for us. Holy Spirit, we invite you into our marriages. We ask you for, to produce fruit, the fruit mm. of peace in our lives and in our marriages. Um, grow it, Holy Spirit. We trust you. We ask for it. Help us to always come to you in our lack of peace. Yeah. Open our eyes to the chaos that we may not be seen, uh, open our eyes to the sources of the chaos and help us to come to you and identify and find the peace that only you give and help us to cling to it and our soul anchor our souls in you and in your peace, Lord in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was episode 54. I think those are wrong now. of the fierce marriage podcast. I thought you said those were wrong. Those counts. Well, we're sticking with 54 for now. Okay. All right. Um, But anyway, this episode is... (laughs) In the can. All right, guys. We will see you in seven days. Thanks for listening and stay fierce. Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. For more resources for your marriage, please visit FierceMarriage.com or you can find us with our handle at Fierce Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's blessed you. Take care.